No worries. All right. Welcome to the A1 Podcast. Your host, Asif Ali, and I am here by Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers, Seattle Seahawks, and SDSU legend, Super Bowl 45 champion, and coach, now coach, Brett Swain. Brett, how are you doing today, brother? Good, man. Glad, glad to be on your show, man. 100%. Me. 100%, man. So, yeah. I mean, how, how's everything been, man? I mean, um, I remember that, you know, obviously, like, you know, you, you, you and I, we, after you coach with coach Dub, did you, you work with Dub, right? When you play for the Packers? Um, no, I actually, uh, I actually met James Jones when I played for the Packers and That's that, was exactly. my, that, that, that was my ties with, uh, coach, coach Dub, but it kind of goes a little further back, back further than that. Um, when I played for San Diego state, I played for uh, Ray Peterson and Ray Peterson and coach Dub were teammates when they played together at okay. San Diego state. So okay. a lot of the same philosophies that coach Peterson was teaching are the same things, uh, same concepts that coach Dub is teaching today and stuff that we talk a lot about. And, you know, so there's a lot of, a lot of like history and stuff there. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, it's funny that you know you because I know Coach Dub also went to STSU. He went to San Diego State, and yep. you know that. And they, James Jones, how also that was my first practice. So my story is that I didn't get to play football in high school because of my grades. And so mm-hmm. my first experience exposure to football was at San Jose City College of Spring 08, which was so my yeah. so my senior year of Spring 08, which was the year you got drafted, which is after like basically after your senior season. And mm-hmm. I was there. My first practice, James Jones was doing the ladder on the field, bro. I was right. like, oh my fucking god, it's such a trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah it's yeah, cool, man. But that's cool. that's kind of how I, that's kind of how I got my inspiration that I could do that I could you know potentially play in the NFL or play at a high level as well is because. You know, when I was going out to practice, I saw guys doing ladders on the side of the field just like that, too. And it was it was like, you know, guys that were in, when I went went to Carlsbad High School, it was guys going to college, UCLA. Mm-hmm. When I got to uh, San Diego State, it was guys getting drafted now, you know. So it was like, all right, man, like it's a motivational thing. And, you know, it's it's important that I think former players go back to their schools and and do stuff like that because it's super inspirational to the younger guys. It was inspirational to me as well. So, you know, just like you said, you know, I think it's important that, that us athletes do that. 100%, you know, and, and, and to your point, I think, I think that's part of why this podcast exists. You know, it's crazy that, you know, we talk about giving back, going back to the school. And I watch a lot of your IG videos of kind of what you're doing now with the kids. And I kind of like, you know, you, I, I think, I, I, I think you, one of you, you, you said, you said, yeah, yeah, you are the company you keep. And, yeah. and, and you are, and, you, you are who you associate with. You are who yeah, you yeah. associate with. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah, kind yeah. of, and that's kind of my inspiration to obviously starting the show and kind of having coach my co former coaches, my teammates like dub and like, and like a few days ago, my other teammate for Santa city, who, who was also there that same season I mentioned, no, no way, because it was just kind of, you know, like you said, we're giving back, you know, it's, it's it, even like the guys from Santa city where I started my career, you know, one of my, one of my buddies is a linebackers coach over there. My other buddy, he went, you know, he went, he, he played for SJSU, then he played for the Niners. Now he kind of just helped out in the community and obviously coach dub, right. It's all just kind of, you know, making sure that you give back and then kind of, you know, bring it full circle because, you know, there's a lot of kids who, who I, cause I, I coached my first year of high school football last year 
And a lot yes. of kids who either who I either coach or kids who follow me because they, they read about me playing arena or whatever like that, arena ball, you know, on Facebook or whatever, on Instagram, listen to this podcast, it's kind of also instilling those same lessons, those principles to them, you know, and um, kind of having, having guys like you on the show, it, it really gives them, it really kind of kind of gives them that kind of, you know, kind of what you said, like motivation, you know, to, to like play yeah, and, continue, and continue inspiring. So, yeah. Football's life, man. That's how I say it. You know, football's life. That's how I learned how to kind of like navigate through life is, you know, um, learning how to be a good teammate, um, you know, learning how to be a disciplined athlete, learning how to schedule. I mean, playing football taught me about life. So that's kind of what I say to what I say to the kids is football's life. So, um, you know, whenever you have a chance to learn and whenever you have a chance to give, you gotta, you gotta do it. So hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, let's go. Let's start off with your early years because you. I think you're born in. Were you born and raised in Carlsbad, or were you just? Did you go to I was high San school? Diego kid. I went yeah. to high school. I, yeah, I, I was a North County kid. Um, you know, grew up in Escondido, uh, Carlsbad area. Went to high school at Carlsbad High School. Um, you know, and then headed down to San Diego State. Nice, nice. And then at Carlsbad, I think what you're a four star recruit, five star. Uh, I was actually like a three-star, I think, maybe barely a three-star. I wasn't really a highly recruited kid, you know, like, because more so, you know, coming into high school, I was known as a baseball player. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people were just like, because my dad was a former baseball player. He okay. he was a, a, a big-time uh, baseball player down here in San Diego. Um, he got drafted in the first round to the Houston Astros. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Um, so he kind of, uh, you know, he was he, he, he was my coach growing up. So, you know, played at a high level, had some great coaching and taught me how to, you know, be a really good baseball player. So going into high school, everybody was kind of looking forward to that. And, you know, baseball was a love of mine, but, uh, you know, I just always had that burning itch to play football. And, um, you know, I, what I'm starting to learn now as being a coach is that, you know, football is such an emotional sport yeah. and like 100%. you just need, you know, the, the kids that really love the game are, are emotional kids, you know? So it's like, it's fun to watch these emotional kids go out and just use this, this platform to, you know, be themselves, let their emotions out. Cause that's what I did, you know, like that's, you know, and I, I try to encourage them to, um, you know, embrace that side of the game because, it's an important side of the game. And, and, and then two, when you get into the heat of the moment, into those tough parts of the game, you know, you're, that's the part that's going to carry you through those, that, that emotion, that energy, you know, that, and especially if you can learn how to, you know, harness it in a good way. So um, yeah, man, all that stuff is good. Hundred percent, yeah, and it's, it's cool you tie that back. You know, kind of also, it's and, and that's exactly what, because because one dude who actually was uh with the, the kind of the college team I referenced, Manu, the guy who I had on Monday, like uh, we were talking at the one of one of one of his teammates saw the episode from that. He, he watched that episode and he was just talking about like you know he's like he's like hey brother man I love how you're giving back you know what I mean. And then yeah. like, he's like, yeah, he's like, and then he also coached, he also coached two years, you know, at, at high school. Cause he worked with coach dub. He played, he played with coach dub. He was there before, before I joined. He, cause I, I went to, like I told you, I went to SJCC. He, he was there 07 and then he left and then I was there in 08. That's my freshman season. And his sophomore season was done. He went back to coach at Hawaii, you know, high school over there. 
and you know kind of the same thing it's like you know like uh because uh yesterday's episode we had coach dub on and then one of his foreign players dp darius prince and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like dp's coaching now right he has first year coaching and and we're just kind of talking about that you know it's like the, the lessons you instill your kids is just you know like kind of emotions controlling your emotions and kind of you know tailoring your approach as a coach you know to each kid and their psyche oh, yeah. you know because you have to you have to tailor oh, yeah. you know what i mean well that's that's what i've learned a lot here um working with high school kids that that every kid is different you know and you gotta approach every kid differently but you can also have your same concepts that you're starting to hammer in you know like um your core values you can hammer those ones in if you stick with those keep your core values pretty solid and consistent um and then you can learn how to deal with human beings i mean that's really what you're doing you know you're, you're learning how to handle um every individual characteristic of, a, of each kid. And, and, you know, it's, it, it can get confusing at sometimes and you can get lost, but it, like I said, if you keep your values the, down to earth and um, like I said, uh, football is life, you know, if, if you can teach with it, if you could teach within that and uh, man, it's gonna, it, it, for me right now, it's paying dividends because, you know, those same values I'm, I'm just, really trying to invest in right now after football and it's just carrying me through you know onto the next keeping me moving in, in the game a little bit and yeah man it's it's been a fun ride 100 percent, yeah it has been so now 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 you're three-star crew you get out carlsbad high now you're at san diego state you know and uh and it's it's it's, it's crazy because i actually have some one of one of the, the best kid from my high school uh he actually went to san diego state i'm not sure if you know rob andrews but yeah, he, he played, yeah, he played away. What years? Oh, eight. Yeah. 2008 to like, to, I think 2013. Yeah. So I, I, I probably would have crossed paths Rob Andrews. If I seen his, seen his face, I definitely probably would, would be able right. to recognize him. What yeah, position? Yeah. A linebacker linebacker. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He had a, he had, he had a sack on Andy Dalton in like 2010. <laughs> TCU. TCU. Yep. Yeah. At TCU. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you man. remember. You remember now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I I remember a lot, you know, and I just met up with a couple of the guy, a couple guys that I played with, Damian Scott, and that's one thing that I've wanted to do is really just reconnect with that brotherhood that you build up at at college. You know, like yeah, the, it, when you go off and play and you start getting off in, in, into the 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 journey of life, man, you kind of lose, lose, not, you don't lose contact with people just because of social media these days, but yeah, like, yeah. but, but for the most part, I think, you know, relationships take work. And if you're not willing to pick up the phone and call somebody and try to like actually make an effort to see someone, then, you know, it's like, what is that relationship really, you know? So that's one thing I've really wanted to do is tap into that San Diego state network, pick up the phone, call guys, get, get back, uh, get back with certain dudes. I just met with Damien, uh, a buddy of mine that I played with at state Damien, um, Damien Scott, and he's doing coffee beans and that's stuff that I love, you know, it's like, yeah. he's slanging, he's slanging coffee. So it's, it's for some real cool things going on out there. And, you know, it's so interesting that it all comes back to us, you know, just using that network of football, you know, football's life, man. So, um, 
that's kind of what we're finding out right now later on after the fact because you can only play football for so long the, the career is pretty short you know exactly 100 percent. now yeah obviously now we're gonna transition from you know kind of your sdsu your all your i think your second team all mountain west right second week all, yeah. all, all mountain west conference and then should have been first team should have uh, been got, first team yeah, yeah talk Jeff about it right there talk about uh, it uh well you know like I, you know, we played, we were, we were not a good team, so we didn't win many games. And when you don't win games, you don't get those spots on those, those, those uh, all mountain West teams. So right. um, the two New Mexico, the, the two New Mexico receivers uh, caught a lot of balls and they were winning games. So they got the two top two spots on the uh, first team. And then, I was I, I came up on the second team, but I feel like I played well enough. I didn't catch as many balls, but my averages were a lot higher. You know, like I just felt like I deserved that first team, be, being that that I played on kind of the lesser team, but still stood out. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but hey, man, oh well, they got for second team. You know, we all step, we all still ended up getting drafted, so that that's cool. You know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's talk about the draft, right? Because you obviously you yeah. weren't high, you weren't heavily recruited outside of high school, but now you're about to go to your you know. Talk to me about your pro. Did you have a pro day in a combine, or did you go? Did you get invited to the NFL? I, combine? I, I didn't get to. I didn't get invited, so I just had a pro day. So I had to go off of that. Okay. And I'm so sure that was kind of difficult. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> I had... Where'd you go, Brett? Brett. We're waiting for Brett to rejoin. Waiting for Brett to rejoin. Let's see. And this meeting. Um, but I'm back. You're good. All right. So yeah, go ahead. So yeah, you you're basically you yeah, you had your pro day and you're killing it, right? <laughs> yeah, so pro day, you know, and honestly I had I knew that I had good enough film that like if all I had to do was like like turn some heads, you know. So yeah. Like all, all I knew that it all I had to focus on that 40 and I blew the 40 away. I ran fast and kind of all the question marks that anybody had on me, you know, whether if I can run or play at that level at that speed, pretty much checked off the mark off the box, you know, checked off that box. So, um, you know, now it was just about meeting meeting people. And as soon as I ran a fast 40, um, you know, like that's when the opportunities started kind of coming, you know, like, Oh, we want to work you out. Like, different teams wanted to work me out and came to the school and luckily luckily we had a quarterback that was getting highly recruited he was a third round pick Kevin O'Connell yeah um he was uh he was being heavily recruited by a lot of a lot of teams so um they would come and work him out and he would be like yeah I need receivers so we technically kind of 
got free workouts knowing that we were just catching balls, but you know, we were out there trying to like impress the guys just as much as Kevin was. So we, we got some free workouts with new England and some different teams and he was drafted to new England. Um, so, you know, that was a fun process. I, I really enjoyed it. And it's what I do now, you know, it's, if I didn't, I, if I wasn't successful on those days, I don't feel like I would be doing what I do. I'm doing now, you know? Yeah. hundred percent, you know, and, uh, now, obviously, you got we dropped what seventh round or sixth or seventh, seventh round? round. Seventh yeah, round. Seventh to, round to the to the Green Bay Packers, and this is and it's interesting because 2008, you know, that was my first year. That's your first year in the league, your rookie, and and that's the year that Aaron Rodgers took over the fold. I'm not sure. Did you get a chance to meet Brett Favre at all, or kind of was he not there? Um, I met Brett Favre once. Um, he was not there during the whole process. It was kind of a it was kind of a circus, you know, so yeah, it, was, me it, circus. Was, it was, it was really kind of eye opening for me. And, and it was a lot for me, you know, like I was, I wasn't ready for all that. So, um, you know, the whole Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers switch, and it was a big deal. And, you know, Aaron coming in to being the starter now, nobody really wanted to let him down, you know, everybody kind of really was behind him and supporting him and, Hey man, it looks like he's took it and ran with it. And they're going to talk about him being some of the great, greatest, you know, one of the greatest arms of all time. So. Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, what, what, talk to me, talk to me. How, how is he like, you know, as a teammate? Cause we hear different stories. See for me being a Cal Juco kid, my you know, I family members, I went to Cal, you know I mean? Me being, I mean, I, I just, I, I almost idolized, you could say, you know, A-Rod, you know, growing up. Right. Or like yeah. in high school, like so, kind of. How was he? You know, what I mean, when you when you when you got there, I mean, kind of as, as like a teammate, as like a leader, kind of talk to that because you know there's different stories, kind of like you know yeah. about it. Yeah. Um. You know, my experience with it was, uh, it was a good relationship to me. I had fun with it. You know, um, I read some of the stories that that are out there about you know how he he was joking the joke in the meeting rooms and stuff like that and. You know, I experienced a little bit of that with him and, you know, we developed, you know, certain things that I, I really enjoyed that made me a better player. So as long as it made me a better player, I, that's all I really could ask for in that, that environment, you know, you're right. a professional athlete, you're a professional football player. That's what you're there to do. So um, I, to me, you know, I, I felt like he held me at a high, held me accountable and, uh, you know, held, you know, looked at me to try to, always be a guy that was lifting the level and standards around us. And, you know, if you let him down and if you dropped the ball or if you made a bad play and if you missed something, you know, he would get on your butt about it. But honestly, I enjoyed that because it made you want to play harder. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to let, I don't want to let him down. You know what I mean? That's a quarterback that to me that, but that's all how I grew up playing the game. You know, like that's what that meant. That relationship meant like, Hey, you don't let him down. I don't let you down. That's it goes both ways, you know? So I encourage, I, I really enjoyed it because it, it made me get in the huddle and it made me lock in, you know what I mean? Like I was not trying to screw around in that huddle and he had command of it. And to me, like, that's the leadership right there, you know, right there. If you could take 11 men, get them in a huddle, you know, get them all on the same page and get them motivated to go out there and kick some butt. Hey man, there's not much much more that you can say about that. 
Absolutely. No, bingo. And, you know, I think that's number one key because, like, you know, you hear about people say, oh, yeah, he has a, yeah, he's very narcissistic or he's very kind of cold shoulder to the media. But I'm like, dude, if he fucking makes you win, he makes you better. What more can you ask for? You know what I mean? As like a right. competitor, you know, I mean, it's a team right. game and like, all, right. we, all we're trying to do is get better. So no, that's awesome. Right. So, yeah. So that's how I looked at it. And and same with other guys too. It wasn't just him. I, I just think that, you know, especially winning a Super Bowl, that's kind of the environment. Is it, you got a bunch of dudes that are there that are not trying to, you know, not trying to do anything, but just win, you know? So um, I thought it was a cool environment to be a part of. It's, it's, it's made me who I am today. You know, yeah. it's, uh, um, it's, it's, it's created a lot of base fundamentals that I just go off of and, and continue to build off of today. So actually, yeah, let's talk about the Super Bowl because you got to play in the Super Bowl. First, talk to me about yeah. the, the experience getting there, like the, the, the run there, because I mean, when I played arena two years after you got to the Super Bowl, I mean, I, I played the AIF championship game. It's like a tier one arena league. And then, so that's how I got this ring, but right. Talk, talk to me about your experience. Cause obviously I, I saw your ring and you know, your, your, your video's not working right now, but that's fine. But I was like, I was like, oh, I want to see the ring. But anyways, <laughs> I was like, yeah. talk, talk to me, talk to me about that. Right. Like, you know, kind of like, what right. was there? Yeah. So good. So, you know, my experience with the Super Bowl was, was, you know, amazing, you know, it was like something that you always dream of as a kid to play in the Super Bowl, or that's the game that you always remember watching that, yeah. you know, is the Super Bowl every year. Um, where you're at or whatever, who you're with. Um, but uh, my experience was amazing, you know, and, and I was just coming off of tearing my ACL the year before. Wow. So I was going through some adversity. And even in the beginning of the year, I was going through some adversity, just trying to get back to where I was normally. And, um, you know, like one thing when you go through an injury, you don't ever really get back to normal, you know? So it's like, you got to kind of learn who you are, this new person you are. Um, and, and that was a struggle for me. So to be able to kind of be a part of a successful team in that miss of that moment, I really feel like it was rewarding to me to come back from an ACL injury, um, to make a team and to that team to go win the Super Bowl. That, that meant a lot to me, you know, so um, that was a great experience. Um, and then, you know, just the whole, the whole weekend in itself, it's just, you know, all these things that you experience, you know, like the whole media experience, it's just, an, it's a frenzy, you know, like I said, it's like a lot of the NFL is a circus. Right. So once you finally get to the actual game, I mean, now you actually can actually focus on what you're good at, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, um, you know, to me, it was all just about getting to the game so we can focus on playing, uh, you know, there's a lot of distractions and stuff like that. So, um, but the, the game in itself was an amazing game. It, it, you know, it was back and forth, uh, got, got, got thrown in the fire quickly because some, we had some injuries going on. And, you know, that was one thing about my career that was pretty hard that I don't think anybody really understands is that I was more so a backup player. You know, mm -hmm. I wasn't like a starter that, that started every play. I was a backup player. I played a lot of special teams. So I was on every Same special here. team. I was on every special team unit. So that, that means when you're on every special teams unit, you got to go to special teams practice and special teams meetings. So it's a whole nother deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But on top of knowing your offensive plays and stuff like that, 
So during Super Bowl week, I'm not just focusing on offense. I'm focusing on all my jobs on special teams. Mm -hmm. So that was my main focus because I'm a starter on special teams, you know. So um, that was my role. And then, boom, the game starts and a couple guys go down and get hurt. Now you're basically got to do the special teams requirement and, and the, do the, and the offense. <laughs> yeah. So, but now, now you go play, now you go play in a huddle with a bunch of receivers that yeah. all move around. So yeah. it's not like, so it's not like I can just go to one position, one position. I have to know all the positions because in that huddle, as the play is getting called, everybody's like, Greg, go here. Uh, James, go here. Jordy, go here. And Brett, you go here. So if you don't know what to do, like, that's kind of hard. Like when you're learning plays, we had to learn plays like the whole playbook. We didn't learn just one position. We had to learn every position on the field because in the middle of the game, you can go from X to slot receiver with a click of the fingers. And if you're not ready to know what to do, then it's your, it's your butt, you know, you're, you could cost us a game. So you have to know your stuff and be on top of your stuff. So I had to, you know, make sure that I was always kind of doing double duty, you know. So um, a lot of people don't know how hard that is to, do, to, to carry both burdens a little bit, you know. So. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can see my video, but let me just show this to you, what that says. Special Player team. of the year. Yes, sir. Yeah. And that right there oh, is yeah. the actual trophy. <laughs> so, That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's so, cool, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Appreciate it, brother. No, I mean, so that's kind of my whole career was blown special teams. So kind of your journey resonates with me, you know, because I was yeah. never like the biggest. And I can tell, yeah, I mean, you all, you also weren't like the biggest, you know what I mean? You were, but you were, you played with heart, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I was also the same thing. I played with a lot of heart and kind of to your point, it's like, you know, when your number's called, just be ready. You know what I mean? Just right. whatever, if you, they want you on the outside, inside slot, wherever the X, Y, Z are, just know every 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 position on the field and no you know and and like you said it, it's a challenge it's a challenge to get up to speed especially when you're doing your reps especially in practice at gunner at upback wherever and then you have to go you know to to your actual offense you know like, like you know like full team you know and then it's like you know just being ready and then, so obviously like you said it's double duty you know and right. um well so even experience. in the middle of, uh, even in the middle of the super bowl game i you know i went from on um, punt team playing the wing now our gunner got hurt. Now I got to go play gunner because <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the backup gunner. Yeah. So I'm at the, I'm the backup gunner. So now I have to go from wing. I played, I studied wing all week. Right. Now I have to go, now I have to go compete against these guys. I even watch no film on these guys really. Right. You know, I watched a little bit knowing that I'm the gunner. I'm the gunner, backup gunner. But, you know, I'm, I'm having to go make plays in the middle of the Super Bowl you know, in a backup role in a position that I didn't even know that I was going to be playing, you know? So it's like, all right, that's the type of, that's, that's life right there. <laughs> that's, yeah. Football is life. That's how life feels right there. Like you wake up one, one day thinking that you got a, a hold of things and then you go to sleep at, at that night, like, dang, that, that totally flipped on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Football's life, man. Football's Football. life. Football is live, man. 100%, man. But, you know, I mean, kind of, you know, but that, that makes it so much more rewarding knowing that you're able to just adapt and adjust in the situation. And then, you know, you to come out on top and you obviously like, you know, I mean, you can attest to this, right? I mean, it's just like, you know, the, the greatest feeling is just getting over the hump and getting, you know, that, 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 that eclipse, just getting to that fucking pinnacle, you know, and then just being mm-hmm. like, all right, 
you know, here we are, you know, and now you have that forever, you know, you can't ever, you know, the, the journey yeah. to that, you know? So, you know, and, so and I, I was just, I was just on the, uh, I was just on another podcast with Donald driver and he was, he, he was talking about, he was basically saying the same thing. It's like something that nobody can ever take that from you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Nobody can ever take that experience. And, and honestly, that's something that I want to tap into later on in life right now. And that's why I like to do these podcasts is talk about the experience and share that these moments because they do resonate with special teams players and guys that got to do stuff like this, that, 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 you know, are looking for opportunities. Well, you know, what are you going to do to, what are you going to do to, um, you know, make the next play? Oh, well, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to learn all the positions because, I never know when I'm going to, I don't even know what route I'm going to rerun in at that moment. <laughs> right. Right. So if you think about it that like that, I think you're going to kind of be more prepared at that, those moments. So, Fact. Hey man, football's life. Football's life. Now the, 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 you, your best, you know, memories, those three years with the Packers. Now you come over here, up here to right. the 49ers. And mm-hmm. now it's like Jim Harbaugh. That's actually Harbaugh's first year. So you had the privilege of being a member of the first year of Aaron Rodgers' first full year at starter, and then uh-huh. Jim Harbaugh's first full year as head coach, and Alex Smith's kind of resurgence here. Kind of talk mm-hmm. to me about the transition from Green Bay to San Francisco, and talk to me about kind of you know the difference in kind of the coaching styles and the schemes and kind of your role as as you transition to a different new team. So um, I I came into San Francisco late during like week six in the season. Um, one of the receivers got hurt and, uh, you know, I was invited to a workout and there were some good receivers at this workout. There was, so at this workout for the Niners that year was, it was TJ Hushmanzada. It was Chris Chambers, um, Brian Finneran from Atlanta. There were some good receivers in this group. Uh, there was a couple there was me and then there was, a. um, a couple practice squad guys that were jumping in there that they were pretty good too. And and at least the practice squad guys, they were kicking our butt because they were in football shape, you know, cause they were, they've been playing and practicing with the team. So they were in football shape. So they, they could, they, they had the pace of the the whole workout down a little bit. So they were kind of kicking our butt. I was trying to keep the pace with them a little bit and you could tell like, so one thing as a coach and later on in life, I never thought I was going to be a super conditioning guy. And I was right. just like, man, when I look back on my career and some of the moments that I really excelled in, I'm like, man, I think I excelled in those moments. It's just because I had the conditioning, you know what right. I mean? Like I was just mentally clear, aware of what was going on. I felt good about those moments. I wasn't tired. I mean, so, uh, once someone asked me one time, that played professional football. His name was Scott Turner, played defensive back for the Chargers. Mm. He's like, hey, man, do you ever get tired playing football? And, and I was in high school, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, why? <laughs> I was like, good point. I was like, yeah. never, I, never, now my goal is to never get tired. Never. You know? so, yeah. so now I'm later on in life, I'm like, oh, I'm going to teach the kids speed. I'm going to teach them quickness. I'm going to teach them footwork. Now I'm like, what's the what's the what am i seeing that the like kind of key component is conditioning (laughs) just running back and forth just getting on a field and going and running and back and forth until 
you know, you get tired. So it's like, that's, that's the main thing that's going to keep you moving forward. Bingo. Yeah. And I mean, you obviously, I think, I think even though you weren't conditioned, you still were able to manage to get that, to give it one of those last two spots, but how, how many, how many spots are left for, for receiver? Was it just one or was it kind of two? On the pack, uh, uh, no. The so there was, there was one spot left. There's one receiver that got signed that workout, uh-huh. but I, you know, they didn't sign, Kushmanzada, they didn't sign. Like I beat all of them out. I was like, wow, I beat these guys out. This is crazy. <laughs> wow, dude, I was like, like dude, all right, let's sign. Let's <laughs> sign me up. So the rest of that season, you know, um, I dressed half the games, and I and I didn't dress half the games. But when I did dress, I was a, a special teams player. Yeah. Um, I started getting some more playing time towards the end of the year. Um, but I was like still learning, like, you know, you get to a new offense, you kind of, I was pretty much picking up, picking it up pretty quick. Cause it was West coast. So, um, I picked it up pretty quick, but still had some little details that I, I you know, I could have been better at. So that was a good experience though, coming in during that time of the year and so, seeing how fast you needed to adapt. Uh, so that helped me when I went to Seattle. Um, yeah, it was kind of a, a easier, easier transition because I was I knew how quickly I had to adapt in order to make plays and stay at playing at a high level, you know. So, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and before 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 we talk about Seattle, let's talk about the run, because you just won the Super Bowl. And then this Niners team, they had just snapped a, a seven, eight year playoff drought. And not only did they snap it, they you played in that in the Saints game, the catch three. You right. know, uh, and so that was a crazy game. Yeah. So talk to me about that. That was a crazy game. It was just a back and forth game. It was just seemed like it seemed like it was like, all right, nothing's really happening. Like everything's pretty steady. And then we started getting towards the end of the game and it was just like Saints scored. We scored. They scored. We scored. They scored. We scored again. I was like, wow, this thing's getting crazy out here. Right. So, um, you know, I, I thought Candlestick was a great place to play. I mean, Candlestick is like, that's one thing that I'm always going to remember playing there. Um, you know, just how cold it gets. Like, it gets like a like a frosty cold there. Like, it gets like yeah. this weird cold in, in Candlestick. So, um, it was a great experience. And uh, that game was, it was nuts, back and forth. Um, fans are, fans are awesome in San Fran. I just love the dynamic playing at at Candlestick, how you kind of like cruise through the hood and then boom, Candlestick's right there. And then every, everybody's just right there having a good time, you know? So it's a good little experience, man. So I, you know, I, I, I'm blessed to be able to, you know, do these things for sure. hundred percent. And to play in that game, which is one of the most memorable games in Niners playoff history. Like, I mean, that must have been just like, because obviously, like you said, the craziness of the game, the ebbs and flows, and the and different runs and the momentum swings. You know, obviously, I mean, those are those best games to be to be a part of. You know, I think. Oh yeah, so, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And then Alex Smith, you know, doing what he he's oh doing right now. So, dude, holy amazing. shit! Holy shit! I mean, I talk about this almost on every episode of the podcast. In my first episode, when I I just started a podcast two weeks ago, right? And so basically, like you know, when I started it and um, or two and a half or three weeks ago, I was talking about it's like, dude, Alex Smith. I remember him, you know, going through all the struggles he had here, 
And then him ended up, you know, his last good season, his basically last season, right, was really that that season in 2011, right, where he was full time right. starter before he he played the midway through 2012. He gets he has a concussion, and then he gets he ends up being shipped uh, shipped off to Kansas City. Like it's right. just the the dude's a fucking warrior, bro. Like he's just like oh, yeah. comes back and on and on. Like he's just blowing on his legs. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's, he's a good, good dude, man. Good dude, he's a football man. player. Oh, you I was about to say he's from, San Diego. He's, from San, he's from San Diego too. Like from like you, right? right? Did you ever yeah, get to play? So, yeah, good. Yeah, so so my my recruiting trip when I went is getting recruited to college. Um, I got a I got to go to visit. Uh, I got offered from University of Utah. So yeah. when I went out there, he was actually my host. Oh what? <laughs> so I got to meet him when I when he was at Utah, and and then we played him that year, and they kicked our ass. I mean, man, they kicked our ass. They were so good. <laughs> Steve Smith, Alex Smith. Wow. Steve yeah. Smith was like super underrated receiver. I thought he was just someone that I always liked watching play when he was at Utah. Yeah. Man, that, that guy was a baller. So, and then you saw what he did in the league. So, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that, those were some, some, some crazy years, some good, good years for Alex Smith. Not so good years, but he, he's, that's what he does, man. He's just a journeyman. He's just, a good dude he's gonna fight through that adversity and that just means a lot it says a lot about him you know it does it does you know it really does and so obviously yeah, let me ask you this okay now i have to ask you because alex smith and aaron Rodgers from the same draft class right. you, gotta, you, you, gotta, you gotta tell me who did you prefer playing with and what um well aaron you know aaron you know the ball's gonna be right there on the money when you're playing with aaron yeah and that wasn't so much with the the fact with uh Alex Smith, but um, pretty clear, pretty, pretty clear with with A Rod that that was the case, it, that he was going to put the ball on the money. Um, you know, Alex had his own little char- characteristics too. He was a little bit of a good athlete, so when he had to use his feet, he did. Um, you know, he managed the offense really well. Um, he played within in the scheme, and you know, he got us to the right plays. He made the. Uh, uh, appropriate checks we had a lot of conversations about what we did in green bay and when i was there and you know um he he was always trying to mimic you know when you see good players you try to mimic them so yeah. you know even when we're in san fran and it's me and alex smith we're talking about aaron Rodgers and how he runs the green bay offense like you kind of want to have some type of that that in your game you know like i yeah. did that as a young young player too you know, I, I had players that I was like, I want to be like him, you know? So I thought that was always cool. Yeah, facts. And I think to that point, you know, I think um, it's funny because Greg Jennings was on, because, you know, I'm sure you heard the Favre's recent comments about A-Rod versus Tom Brady, how how he thinks A-Rod is like the greatest of all time and the Brady's most productive because based on talent alone. And and basically Greg Jennings was on, on the, I think the heard with Colin Coward and you're obviously his teammate in Green Bay, but he was basically, they, Colin Coward asked him like, you know, who did you prefer and why? Like Brett, and he and he said and he said Brett Favre will give you more opportunities, but A Rod, kind of to your point, was just on the money. So he limits your opportunities as a, as a receiver, but you know that the play is going to be made. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to be precision. You know? Oh so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's it's it's fucking crazy when he's watching. A-Rod. I got to see A Rod play for the first time when he came to say we came here to San Francisco in in January when when they played the Niners this year, and I mean that was my first time seeing him play, and I'm just like, oh my 
god like you know i mean because i obviously got to work with, with james with your team as the white house because obviously coach that was my coach you know so i got to work with them but i never got to work with a-rod because a-rod never came to our fucking practices he's he's, he's a-rod right he's gonna either yeah. be either yeah or cow or like wherever with a smoking hot girlfriend or whatever the fuck he's doing <laughs> you know what i mean right. so yeah so it's like you know it's like and then i finally got to see him play I'm like even at, even even in his like his like his twilight years now dude his arm is fucking crazy i was like oh my god like the the, the one throw to the one throw to Devonte, where 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 Devonte beats Sherman up top, right? You remember? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you, yeah, that that deep. Oh my god, <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. Well, that's the thing with Aaron is that you know he he's gonna he's gonna deliver the ball so he's gonna get the ball out so quick. That yeah, that's what was awesome about being a receiver for him that you have the ball in your hands quickly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, I have the ball now. Now I have space to run. Now, now you can kind of see why receivers get so much yards after catch playing with Aaron because he gets to the ball to the right receiver. He gets the ball on time and it gets out. You know, he's not taking sacks. He's not, he's not taking negative plays where, you know, other quarterbacks can't do that. You know, they can't get the ball out that quick. Yeah. No, why else for life, right? W4L. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so yeah, so Seattle was your. I think was that your last team, Seattle? Yeah, so I actually fin- finished up in Canada. So I. Yeah, played- oh yeah, you Saskatchewan, I'm Saskatchewan, but that was your last NFL team, Seattle, right? Yeah, so I okay. finished up NFL in Seattle. Yeah, so NFL in Seattle, and then you got to play with Russell Wilson. Yeah, okay, so you got to play with some pretty fucking legit ass quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, they were great. That was great experiences, you know, just being able to play with all these guys. It's uh, you know, and even when. Even when we were in the off season, I yeah. got to catch yeah. balls with the uh, get, get got to run routes and catch with uh, Drew Brees a lot. So oh, did you? I mean, you know, got to hang out with a lot of quality quarterbacks in my career, and you know, just seeing these guys' work ethic and what makes them and who make you know what they do to 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 be successful is is amazing because they're these quarterbacks' work ethic and drive is so insane it, it's just like it goes beyond anything that i ever did you know like these guys are in the in the facilities 5 30 6 a.m like it, <laughs> like if they even go home you know what i mean they're sitting yeah. there watching film all night long um and that's one thing that i kind of regretted as a player is that man maybe i should have watched film and took a little bit of more time out of my personal schedule to just watch film with the quarterbacks you know what right. i mean so right like whether that was going to their house or just making it a point to to sit down and watch film with these guys, you know what I mean? Like, so that's something that I would always change, but that's what made those guys great. The, their work ethic, how hard they they grinded themselves, and then that's what that's why they're able to perform at such a high level. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think I remember the story of Tom Brady. It's like you know, like it was like second year, first year. He was he was out he was out in his Patriots facility, and he was just throwing balls. And Scott Pioli finds him, and then Pioli's like, he's like, he's like Brady, Tom. It's 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 twelve a.m. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I just want to get a few a few more reps in, just get a few more. And then and then and Tom then Pioli's like, okay, they're walking. He's like, he's like, hey Scott. And, and and Scott's like, what what Tom? He's like, hey, don't try try. It was like what he said is like. Uh, don't let anyone know I was here, <laughs> right. you know, you know, cause it's like kind of the humble mindset, you know, you want to always try to push your limits and, you know, to your right. point. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's so easy to draw inspiration from that, you know, but you, I mean, but at the same time, you can't really measure yourself against that because we're all different as athletes. You know what I mean? Like, 
your player profile and what you need to do to make yourself at your best is kind of what different than what I need to do, different than what Tom Brady needs to do, different what Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, you know what I mean? It just depends. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, okay, cool. So yeah, geez, that was great. You got to work. Now let's go. Let's talk about CFL because when I was when I was prepping for my combine, I I prepped for my Saber Cats combine the AFL in 2010 after my sophomore year at West Valley College. Uh, so talk to me about kind of your uh, experience up there because the guy who I trained with actually played for the CFL, uh, the Tampa Tiger Cats. So, uh, what was your experience like working, um, being in the uh, being in Canada with with the Buff Riders? Um, and I think it was Graham Harold there at that time or no? I don't think he was. Maybe yeah, he was. Graham Graham was playing for. Uh winnipeg i think okay okay cool uh, i think grant graham was up there playing either that that was either brian brahm or or, or graham i can't remember but yeah, brahm yeah. was up there too um so but yeah that was a good experience you know one thing that i wanted to walk away from the game um was that i wanted to play at a high level and i wanted to be like a starter you know what i mean like yeah the NFL opportunities kind of started falling, you know, going away a little bit, but CFL gave me an opportunity and, uh, you know, I went in and, and started playing for Saskatchewan and not thinking that I was even going to make the team before, you know, it, I was starting, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was kind of easy. Like it wasn't easy for me, but like the game was like, I can manipulate a little bit because you know, like it was just easy with that waggle that they use. They use a 10 yard run into the, you got to run into the route. So like I could just run wherever I wanted really. Like, so I, when, when I really started understanding how to play the the positions and, and how to use the techniques and stuff they use up there, it was an interesting game. I had fun with it. I ended up starting. I got, I got, uh, I got that, that out of my system a little bit. Um, we were a good te- team. We made playoffs um, close. You know, we almost had a couple close, close playoff wins and uh, good experience. Cold as heck out there. Saskatchewan was colder than Green Bay. So, wow. and, and, so Green Bay was cold. Chicago is quietly colder than Green Bay as well. People don't I played in Chicago. That. I, yeah. I, I play Chicago for the for the for, for for a minor league team out there, the indoor team of the Chicago Falcons. Bro, yeah. we, it, it was negative fifty eight degrees in January. <laughs> the polar vortex hit, you know, and I'm just like, oh my god. And Green Bay wasn't. I don't think Green Bay was 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 negative uh, fifty eight ever. Um, no. Or maybe it was. You the know, wind. I mean? the, wind the wind is the wind. It's the wind drops it down my minus thirty, and you know, obviously, you and I are both California guys, and we're out there trying to play. <laughs> Like, dude, my first fuck. year, my first year in that cold man was a, it was a nightmare. It took me a whole year to adapt to, you know, being in those type of environments. It's it. My second year was a lot easier, but that first year in that cold, it was really difficult for me, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <coughs> yes, my last year playing was 2018. <coughs> that's actually where I got this ring, and then that's the Chicago Falcons right there. You can see that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and so pretty much, yeah. So like you, we played a conference championship in Wisconsin. I think when was that? That was fucking October 2018. October 2018, and so it was right before the winter hit. But then the All Star game was in January, <laughs> and so we had to go up to Wisconsin with to Wisconsin Dells, right? Yeah. And- Dude, I was like, bro, fuck this. I'm like, I'm freezing my ass off, man. It's so cold. It's so cold. It's like, so dude. cold. And, so and that's cold. what I try to tell the kids. I'm like, hey, man, 
before you get all happy, happy about these offers in these cold ass areas, maybe you should go check it out and experience it real quick. You know what I mean? Go, <laughs> go feel it. Yeah. Because it don't feel like you think it feels. It's completely different, bro. Completely it's going to sting your skin. <laughs> Bingo, bro. No, it stings. The moment like you stick your finger out or the moment you try to catch that ball, it's like, it's like, oh, God. I remember my hands are just like, ugh. Just stinging every time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Man. so that was, uh, that was difficult for me. But I eventually got more used to the snow and, you know, just, uh, you know, got more used to the cold and then. When I played in Saskatchewan, it was just, you know, uh, it was cold up there. And, and the, the fields we played on, not very quality. They're, they're better now. I, right. I know Saskatchewan's got a brand new stadium. We used to play in the Mosaic Stadium. And, man, that field turf was like old school AstroTurf. Shit. And then it would freeze. Like the whole <laughs> field would freeze. Like you couldn't even wear cleats on it. Like you had to wear like almost like the what the bobsledders wear <laughs> you know when they run the thing down the ice it's crazy crazy 100 percent. man yeah no I'm, I'm i'm not going back to midwest bro <laughs> they can't pay yeah. me enough money to go back there bro. <laughs> i'm gonna stay to cali i'll be yeah. here i'll be here hell yeah cali boys man shit wide outs you know so yeah, yeah. pretty much and, and special teams I mean, i'm i'm sick that you're also a special teamer like me you know what i mean so i mean we, we connect on that. i wasn't at first though i had to learn it you know like if yeah. i didn't tell myself if i didn't take myself you know if i didn't take it seriously and actually try to learn it like i wouldn't be able to say that though you know like i had to right. actually sit there and take it seriously you know mm -hmm. until yeah, i yeah. did until i did that i wasn't a special teams guy you know so, right right until like i was like all right this is how i gotta make the team right here and this is what this is what i gotta do you know so i i had to go sit down with other players and figure out how to play special teams and they basically set me up and taught me how to do it and you know, basically, it's real easy, like, to learn how to do things if you just go meet with your coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, go meet with your coach, like, maybe outside of practice. Yeah. And, like, sit down and really, like, talk about what you're doing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, follow up. Like, always follow up with your coach and, you know, take it to the next level. Like, I had to go sit down and after film, watch more film on the, the, the things that I did just to clarify, to get on the same page, to figure out what you really want out here, because the better I can do that, the more, the more you're going to like me, you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, and the more you like me, the more you're going to pay me. So that's where Maybe. I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You want to be rich. No, I mean, so for me, it was like, because I didn't play football in high school, so I had to use special teams was my way of getting in because I wasn't a naturally gifted athlete. You know what I mean? I had to kind of work. And then finally, when I, when I, when I, when I proved myself enough, I was able to get some looks at these minor league teams, the arena league level, and then obviously the rest of history, right? So, you know, for me, special teams was my bread and butter, you know, just, and so I had to, I was a rotational slot. And then I would, I would get my reps when I, when someone like kind of like your, your situation, when someone go out, whether whatever level it was semi-pro or in the arena football scene or Juco. Right. 
and then basically at the juco level for me it was made primarily special teams and then you know rotational slots so gunner and then being up back on punt and kind of knowing how to be wedge and also being a jammer like you know kind of like being able to block and so you know to your point like my coach does the same thing he's like special teams wins games if you want to spend some time after 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 practice you know kind of review kind of the, the positions and kind of the formations and kind of you know where you're supposed to lay integrity all that good stuff just you know just, just sync up with me and i did you know oh dude and i guarantee you that it took like you're actually making plays on special teams now like oh <laughs> you know what i'm saying bro? you make you make one play on special teams and they're like hey go play slot receiver <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> dude like, all right, <laughs> all right. Okay, man, I'm, there. I'm, I'm there i'm there bro so, you already know you already know go ahead but yeah man um so the the, the that that was uh and honestly i you know, like I, I always thought my, you know, I was going to be the best receiver, you know? And right. Like you have always, that's one thing that you always have to understand is on every team, everyone has a role. Like in, in whether you, you're the starting receiver, backup receiver or special teams player, you have a role on that team and that role might change, but if you don't understand your roles, then that team isn't really going to click the way you want it to click. So Facts. Like that's one thing that I had to do is take my mindset out of being wanting to be the best receiver on the team is being like, Hey, this is my role. And then once I understood that, that's when I started making teams, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I make, I made that team. Oh, I made that team. I made that team because I started understanding roles, you know, right. let me play that role. I'll play that role. If you play that role, you know, like I'll be consistent with it. I'll bring the, you know, I'll make the team better. That's so um, if you make the team better, nine times out of 10, they're going to keep you around, you know? Exactly. You know I mean? It's, it's not so much about, because everyone has talent, you know, it's more so kind of attitude and mindset. And I think to that point, you know, as long as you're kind of, like you said, you know, if you know your role, and my coach just says all the time, like, it, it, like, like he said, he'd say, he'd be like, 81, Ali, Oz, whatever the fuck, or Oz, you know, that's the nickname. Just, just, you know, don't, don't worry about playing time. Don't worry about, you know, whatever your quote unquote, position is right just just right. play your role and when your time comes to shine it'll come and you know i mean the few, right. few, few the podcasts, ball will always find you you know yeah exactly the balls find you one way or another and like you said the play on special teams was 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 how i was able to get my starting role at slot eventually you know and yeah i mean i totally agree i totally agree so now yeah that's yeah. a perfect segue let's talk about your coaching career now what you're doing and let me talk let me i see the coffee stuff that you mentioned about sandy your teammate what, but i want to know about what you're doing with it because you, you have that list in your bio on, on on your ig so talk to me about kind of what you're what, what you're currently involved with you know kind of with coaching with the coffee the business kind yeah. of entrepreneurship go ahead so um when i got done playing you know like uh i just wanted to figure out how to stay in the game so um got connected with my local high school been coaching at carlsbad high school um, for five years now and that's been a great experience doing receivers special teams um, wherever they need help you know yeah. so um, been doing that and uh, uh, that's been that's grown into my coaching that i do outside of the high school which i call my life coaching you know so life coaching. I do training. We do fitness. We do speed training. We do all these different types of training. And, you know, within all that, we have all of our, our life lessons, all these things that we talk about that make all the athletes, the better pe per people, you know, 
Right. Um, so I do the life coaching. I coach at the high school and uh, um, I love surfing. So I live right next to the beach. I, I'm from Carlsbad. So um, surfing community. So I do a lot of surfing. Right. And uh, and I love to drink coffee, man. So the coffee thing is something that I really am, have been passionate about over the, the last five or six years. I just kind of travel around. I drink different types of coffee and, um, you know, it's just kind of what I like to do. So uh, a, a buddy of mine, I met with a buddy of mine a week ago and he does something similar that's called, that's uh, uh, with wine. And he loves wine and he started his thing called NFL Wine Guys, Will Blackman. And he's doing this uh, NFL wine subscription. And he basically tries wines, you know, uh, networks with people, builds his little subscription baskets. And, uh, you know, we talked about doing something similar with coffee. And basically, we got to, you know, create our network. So now I'm creating a network of people. My buddies, um, my buddies do coffee. So, uh, sorry, my dog's running all over the place. Oh, yeah, no worries, no worries. You're good. Um, so, uh, trying to do coffee with uh, with a bunch of my buddies and my buddy Damien. He has a coffee, you know. He does co He has his own coffee business, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I've always wanted to connect with them and, you know, life, I think to me has kind of got to a point where, you know, I have time to reach out to people. So I, I reached out to them. We met up the other day and it was awesome, man. It was great to connect with them. He taught me a lot about what he does with coffee and, um, the people he deals with and, you know, he's got family that's got farms of coffee beans and he, he's from Jamaica and. You just, I just learned a lot about him, you know, and I'm like, wow, you got, you got some cool stuff going on, you know? So, um, I just thought that was cool. And, and that's what I love about it is it just connects me. It, it connects me with people. It connects me with what I like to do and what I love, love to do and what I'm passionate about, you know, what's better than sitting around and having a cup of coffee talking about football, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of how, how I feel about the whole coffee thing and you know i don't know what it's going to grow into but um you know it's part of my lifestyle and that's something that i definitely want to uh put out to people to share with you know yeah absolutely you know i think i think um you know as long as you're doing what you're passionate about and you know kind of to your point like you know this is this is for me this is a passion too you know i mean I mean, like, yeah, I played, you know, almost 12, 13 years, I guess I'm 30 now. So I'm technically playing, but technically retired-ish. So, I mean, but, you know, obviously this podcast, kind of to your point, like, you know, I just started this and, you know, reconnecting, like you said, reaching out, like, you know, like, you know, Coach Dub, you saw the post and, you know, you liked it and I reached out to you. And then like, now here we are, you know, it's all about just like, you know, just, just connecting with each other, you know, connecting the football community. And, and besides football, right. You know, like what else, you know, outside of that, you know, I mean, I, I work in, you know, my IT field and I'm really passionate about that. It's Pretty, it's blossomed pretty well, you know, for since since I stopped playing like full time personally. So, I mean, to yeah. your point, yeah, yeah, to, to your point, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, and, and me too. I love coffee. I have a fucking sign that says "No coffee, no worky." <laughs> yeah, dude, I just like, oh my god, yeah, so, that's great. 
Yeah, no, I definitely gotta come down one of these days. We gotta link up, man. Because I mean, I want to yeah. try some coffee, and I, I want, I want, I want to get some of that breast wing performance. You know what I mean? And yeah. actually, yeah, the listeners, talk, tell me where can they find out more information about your life coaching or anything within? Because I mean, I see the logo, obviously, and it's it's nice, like almost as the SDSU logo, but it says BS. You know, your your initials. So talk to me about that. Yeah. So, um, breast wing performance is just you know my kind of my training that I I did growing up um there's a lot of history behind it you know i've studied a lot of uh what i'm doing uh through a lot of different past trainers and stuff like that but i've developed my own kind of off-season training program and we 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 hit on all cylinders um i train i've been doing it for you know quite a while now and got you know some quality guys playing at high levels and it's, it's been awesome, you know, just developing athletes from their mind, body, and soul, and just watching them go and, and, and excel in whatever they're doing is that that's, that's the best thing that, 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 that I like seeing and the most satisfying thing that I get from it. So um, you can see, you can find me on online, coachbrettswing.com, pretty easy. Um, and basically it just breaks down what I do and what we do and, you know, it's, it's, you know, we, we try not to charge a whole lot of money, you know, it's not for money. We just get the kids out on the field and we work out, you know, and within that workout, we talk about, you know, these little details that will help you in life and in football and all these little things that are, are going to get you going. So, um, you know, it's been awesome through, through 2020 because kids are not in school. So, you know, we get it, we get their butts up in the morning and we get them some work at, get them a workout before they go to school. So that's kind of been kind of the, the bit, the good thing with 2020 is that yeah, we're able to kind of like do that and do some mentoring while the kids are, you know, like being taken away from their schools and, and their communities a little bit. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I love. Like I said, giving back, like we talked about in the beginning, giving back and, that's my give back is, is teaching them what, what, what made me my, the player I was. Right. And, and the cool thing is, is that I see, I see them take a little piece of that with them wherever they go. So that's big. And that's big, you know, so I mean, you know, they have the impact and influence those young lives is, is huge. So oh, yeah. cool, man. So that's pretty much it. What yeah. Else what else I got? Yeah, let's see. Oh yeah, I forgot to. I, I think I heard some sports about who's your who's your. Okay, yeah, let me ask you this: Who's you obviously play professionally, but who's do you have? A, are you a fan of any football team professionally, and any basketball team, and obviously baseball? I mean, who, who's your who's your three top teams? Obviously, your SDSU fan, so I'm not gonna ask you about college. Yeah. <laughs> so football wise, grew up San Diego Chargers. So always watch the Chargers. My favorite uniforms, powder blue. Yeah. Um, you know. Packers, I'm you know passionate about the Packers, so they're probably my number one team. Chargers, number two. Basketball, um, you know, basketball has been interesting. This last year was kind of difficult for me to watch basketball, but hopefully this this new season will be better with not being in a bubble and all that craziness. Uh, uh, we'll figure. We'll for basketball. Um, the Clippers, San Diego Clippers were down here back in the day. So um, I would say I would say that the Lakers, the Lake Show, but I definitely have a little little uh, piece of the Clippers. So 
being that they came from San Diego. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Yes, sir. There you go. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I was there actually there. I was actually there, uh, Staples Center after Kobe uh, for Kobe night after the, oh, yeah. the helicopter crash. Yeah, man, it was fucking lit, dude. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. Lakers, yeah. Lakers all there. So, so no. um, that and then San Diego Padres. Padres. Yeah, Manny Machado. Oh, dude, God, we're talking about the glory years, man. The golden, the golden days. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, and. And then, um, yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. I mean, same thing. Yeah, it's like for me, it's like the the Niners, and then like the Lakers, and then like the A's, and so it's like the same thing. It's like glory days at this point. I mean, Niners. I mean, we look we look kind of good last year. Now it's like you know, but I kind of knew that. You know, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's a proc of the system. You know, it's almost like Alex Smith. But Alex Smith actually has a tremendous character. Jimmy hasn't really been tested as much as Alex has. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. Yeah, G- yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. So we'll see what happens. It is. It Do is, they still you know, have a chance of making playoffs? Uh, we might. They might, but I don't know. I mean, I just no. I I, I don't think they do because they lost. They lost uh, Sunday to yeah. the Redskins. The Redskins in like to your about Alex Smith, right, dude? Like he comes yeah. back here and he just whoops their ass and <laughs> back in Washington, you know. And, and they're leading the division now. They're probably gonna do. They might. They might win. They might win out. They might go set, have go in the playoffs on a seven game win streak. You know wow. what I mean? That's it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah, it's shoot, not. Man. Shoot, but you know All what? Right, hey, man. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll close this out. But you know, I just want to. Hey, man, I really appreciate your time. And uh, you know, we'll we'll do this again. I mean, Coach Dub was saying yesterday we should have like kind of like kind of like a coaching clinic. We talk about like you know different like kind of technique skills for wire out stuff like that. So I mean, yeah. I might yeah. So, so I'll let you know about that if you're interested. So yeah, just let me know. Um, what my buddies have been doing is, uh, you know, they do different episodes. So. Whatever, yeah. whatever you want to do, whatever you want to talk about, you just do it in a different episode. You know, that's exactly so, what we do. That's exactly what we yeah. do. Different episodes. So this, this is gonna be its own episode, and the next episode is gonna be like that. So, cool. Yeah. All right. All right, All right appreciate your time, brother. Appreciate you, man. Good combo. Good combo. All right, man. Take care. Later. <laughs>